like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Friday, and welcome to episode 75 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. 75 of them things, man. This, this is a, a little cool show, man. We got 75 now. Well, we what, 25 out from 100? We ain't rushing nothing. I ain't rushing nothing. But it's just like, wow, you know, 75, that's a big number, man. It's a big number. And I hope, you know, if you have Spotify or if you follow, of course, me or the um, podcast social media social media accounts, you saw that we have new cover art for each episode now. It, it looks clean, crisp, and, and, you know, we've come a long way for me making the cover arts on my Instagram. So happy to see that. Um, but listen, man, we, we got some things to get through today. We have a lot to talk about. We got, you know, college football championships this weekend, uh, big NFL games this weekend with big playoff implications. We got, um, fight night this weekend. We got two fights this weekend, one in the afternoon. We'll talk about that. Um, fantasy football playoffs. If your fantasy team has made the playoffs, I have some advice for you because <laughs> I made the playoffs. Remember when I was 0-4? Remember when I was well, my my bad. Remember when I was one and five? Remember that? Your boy finished seven and six, four game win streak to close out the season. Hottest team in the league, and five with the five seed, man. I feel good. Playoffs this weekend. I'm ready. Um, but we got a lot to get through today. Uh, what else we're we gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about the NFC East. We're gonna talk about the Cowboys, the Tim Ryan thing, Braun in Utah. Um, Brady, Mike Vick, of course, because I, I didn't even know about this Mike Vick thing until somebody brought it up to my attention yesterday. And what else? Oh, we're going to talk about a, a, a question on Twitter that got my followers and their feelings. And we're going to talk about that. So let's start off with the NFC East. So last night, the Cowboys did what the Cowboys do. They lost. So this is now their second three-game losing streak of the season. Listen, man, y'all told me the Cowboys was going to the Super Bowl. I remember this. I still have the screenshot from ESPN with the 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 uh the PFI predictions. Hold on, let me let me read this to you guys because this is real life. This is this actually happened. What was this? October second, so two months ago. Most likely Super Bowl matchup: Patriots versus Cowboys, eight percent. Chiefs versus Cowboys. Seven percent. That doesn't look like it's going to happen now, and I didn't think it was going to happen then, but really, it's not going to happen now. But before we even get to the cowgirls, the it's just the NFC East as a whole. It's awful. Look at the current standings. The Cowboys are in first place, and they are six and seven. I'll say it again. The Cowboys are in first place, and their record is 6-7. and seven. That is unacceptable. Second place, only a game behind. The Eagles, 5-7. Third, the Skins, 3-9. and nine. And in dead last, the New York Football Giants, 2-10. and ten. Yuck. Yuck. Arguably, not even arguably, we can all just agree that this is the worst division in football. 
Like, look at all the divisions in the, NF, the NFL. You got the NFC North stacked, NFC West stacked, even the NFC South stacked. Even though the Saints just won that division in November, they still have better teams than the NFCs. AFC North, yeah, they play football up there. They play football up there. AFC East, eh, eh. You know, the Patriots win that every year, but still better than the NFC East. AFC South, they play football down there. AFC West, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Way better than the NFC East. Just awful. Like, winning the NFC East is such a scam. Like, it doesn't even count. Winning the NFC East is like beating your little cousin in Madden, but he wasn't really playing. Because his controller was unplugged, like you gave him a, a dummy controller and just played a computer. That's that's what on rookie, of course. That's that's what one in the NFC East is like. It just doesn't count. It doesn't count. And whoever comes out of the NFC East will be gifted with a home playoff game. So somebody that had a good season, won good games, won more than they lost, will have to travel to either Dallas or Philly. The whole NFC East should be banned from the playoffs. That's a damn shame. That don't make that don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. That is just god awful. Imagine being the San Francisco 49ers, because right now they are the fifth seed, and having to travel to Dallas or Philly. And then what if you lose? If you lose, that's even that's that's even worse. That's that's tough. That is tough. Yikes. 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 That's that's just awful. Awful, man. If the Cowboys make it to the playoffs, that's a damn shame. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know. The Eagles might sneak in. But who knows? Who knows? But, you know, speaking of the Cowboys, now let's get to the Cowboys. Because, listen, man. I, man, listen. I told y'all, man. After three weeks of football, who they played? The Jets, the Skins, and the Dolphins. Y'all told me Dak Prescott was the MVP. Y'all told me Dak Prescott was worth 40 a year. Y'all told me the Cowboys was going to the Super Bowl. Y'all told me the Cowboys was coming out the NFC. You lied. All of you lied. Lied. What a big scam. Like, honestly, though, did you all, like, did any person, like, I'm really just talking to, like, the media, like, because, you know, I'm the media. But, like, other people in the media and, like, real Dallas Cowboys fans, are y'all, like, did y'all really think y'all was going somewhere this year? Now, I know we still got football to play. But 6-7 and seven in December? Really? 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 After beating three nobodies? Y'all was riding high. Riding high. And, you know, everybody wants to blame Jason Garrett. Now, I know how easy it is to blame your coach. And I know Jason Garrett hasn't been the best coach over these, you know, years. I also know that Ron Rivera just got fired for almost no reason. So now it's like, hey, let's fire Jason Garrett. But let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all why that probably will not happen whether they go 7-9 or 2-14. Jerry Jones. Just hear me out. Hear me out. Jerry Jones is one of the most 
egotistical, controlling, just, you know, he thinks he's the show down there in Dallas. He's the money man. He's the man that's building up this complex. You know, he built this stadium. He the one that got the the big t uh the big screen over top of the field. This is Jerry. This is Sherry's world, right? Tell me this. Whoever your team is, does your owner talk to the media more than once a week? Or do they even talk to the media at all? Does your owner do that? The answer will probably be no. But if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, the answer is yes. Because Jerry Jones he loves talking to the media. And what does he love talking to the media about? His coaching's job stability. As a coach, do I want to hear my owner and the GM, you know, because he's, he's both, do I want to hear them, him, talk about my job stability after a game, before a game, or the Monday after a game? No. No. And let me tell you something else. No other coach, Ron Rivera sure as hell wouldn't, no other coach would go for that. Only Jason Garrett. Because Jason Garrett is a puppet. He he seems like a nice guy. Like he seems like a cool guy. Like he seems like he he know he he seems like a friendly guy. You know, he seems like he shops at Target. Like he probably banks with like Wells Fargo. Um you know, he he's probably doing this Christmas shopping right now, you know, taking Taking the stress off from you know what's going on in Dallas, and um, you know he probably drinks a couple of scotch here and there. He seems like a good guy, but in the business world, in the football world, he's a pushover, and Jerry knows that. Jerry knows he can continue to get away with what he's and and, and Garrett won't say anything about it. It's the truth, and if you don't believe me, you know you can go back way back. You know, my uncle, he's older than me, of course He's he's grown And he remembers uh, way back when Jimmy Johnson was coaching the Cowboys And Jerry would be on the sideline And he said, you know, Jimmy would just be looking like Why the hell are you down here? Like, why? But, you know, it would be written all over his face You know, it's just like Jerry always wants to be the show Like, you know, he's sitting up there in this press box And, you know, they talk about him a lot They put the camera on him Like, why? We don't need to see him we don't see it. I appreciate you know the gifs he's given us, but still. Um But I will say, as far as the Cowboys go, um, uh, you know, after paying Zeke and then having Zeke not go off for real for real, Dak not getting paid. Dak is not getting paid. Not what y'all thought he was getting paid. Dak, they might be playing tag you're it with Dak Dak Prescott. He might be getting a Kirk Cousins treatment. Not not the big not the no 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 no. Not the new Kirk Cousins. Not the Vikings Kirk Cousins. No 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 no. The Redskins Kirk Cousins. They might just keep tagging that man. Here. Tag you're like poking him on Facebook. Like, you feel me? I don't know. If Dak wants bread, he probably gonna have to leave and, and go somewhere else because look, I don't think they're gonna pay him. Not no. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. But I I will say that. As you know, last thing with Jerry Jones, I think it's time for him to go get a real GM, get back in the, just stay in the cut and cut the checks. That's it. Football business, you feel me? He don't he don't really need to be involved in that now. You you dig? Like I I just don't think it, it's necessary anymore. You know that's that, but that's just me. That's just me. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. But 
You feel me? I just think that Jerry need to stay in the cut with the M's and just hand them out. That's all. That's all. All right, man. So, okay. So, earlier this week, I was coming home from work. Let me tell you something. Work has been killing me this week, by the way. I haven't been in the gym all week. I'm getting in today, though. Okay, after I get my hair cut, I'll be in a trap. Definitely got to get in there. I still look good, though. Like, you feel me? But, look. Work been killing me this week. That's another reason why y'all only got one show this week. Because I have been dead tired, bro. Tuesday, I said, man, I can't. I can't. I can't give them what they need. I can't get what they need. I got to be rejuvenated. You feel me? I got to be focused, and I want to give the people a good show. And it's episode 75, so I want to be in my bag for this one. But early this week, come home from work. You know, everybody got Bleach Report ESPN notifications. I get the notification, and um, let's see. What is that? It's about Tim Ryan, by the way. Get the, get the notification, and I'm like, what? I said, get out of here. No way. I said, no way he said this. I said, there's just no way that this was said, like, on a live broadcast. Like, are you are you kidding me? Like, no way he actually went on the air and said this. So, basically, what Tim Ryan said is that, you know, with Lamar's dark skin. Hold on. Where is the quote? I knew this was going to happen. Where is the screenshot at? I hate my phone sometimes. Like, I swear, when I'm looking for something or need, like, actually need something, it like my phone just has it disappear. Like it be playing with me. Like Apple, like why? Like where's my screenshot section? It's just not here. Is it gone? Y'all hiding it? Like honestly, I should call the police. Like what is actually happening right now? Oh, this is awful, bro. Screenshots. Please. Thank you. There we go. What the hell? Why is it all the way back to 2016? Somebody, please. Send some help my way Dog This don't make no sense Oh Okay Here we go Thank God Alright San Francisco analyst Tim Ryan said Lamar was successful At faking handoffs Because of his dark skin With a football Dog Come on man Come on man Come on Come on Come on Come on Even if you think that You don't go and say that you can't say that You cannot say that For so many reasons So many reasons Now What I will say is Was it racist as hell? Yes 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 No No matter how you look at it How you want to call it I don't care if you meant it in a football way I don't care if you think he had a point I don't care You can't say stuff like that I don't know Tim Ryan, but apparently the people that know Tim Ryan don't think he's a racist. So I, I I guess not. But was that racist? Yes. Should people be outraged? Yeah, because it's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, and should he have like been suspended? Yes. Like, bro, and then people try to make it seem like black people just get mad at anything for no reason. Bro, this man would not have said that about Patrick Mahomes. He's like he wouldn't have said that about Russell. Russell Wilson's brown. His hands are brown. The football's brown. Like why? Like why are you saying like, bro? What? And then I was, oh, and then Richard Sherman, gonna say that his his points were valid and and he understood. Come on, Richard. You you're you're better than this, man. You're smarter than this. So of course, Richard Sherman. 
him agreeing allowed all of the you know the sunglasses guys on with their avies on Twitter and some regular white guys. They all came out of their shells and just thought it was okay to start justifying racism. This did, and then it went away from the Tim Ryan thing. They just started going in on black people. Period. And I'm like, what? All right, hold on. Let me let me find some of this. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Um. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is a white guy, and he's a huge Ravens fan, apparently. I'm a huge Ravens fan, and it felt that uh, Lamar ja- and, and Lamar Jackson fan, and that's kind of how I felt about the comment too. Not my place to say what folks should be offended by, but I felt like it it was unfair if he was making a football observation, but not if he was trying to be funny or if he was dissing Lamar Jack Lamar. So what you're saying is, all right. It isn't your place to tell people what they should be offended about. That's that's where it should have stopped. Like you should, if you would have ended the tweet right there. All right, you know. But then you you get get to defending them and everything, you know, like what? And then here comes some white guy named Garrett uh, Venerucci. It's Garrett Venerucci, man. And I'm here to be racist as hell and justify everything. Um. Blah blah blah. You know, he said it was taken away from the skin, skin tone, and blah 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 blah. People are making it a bigger issue than what than it really is. When he said people, he really he really wanted to say black people because only black people are absolutely absolutely actually upset about this. And with and with uh, you know, you feel me? Then here comes a good black brother who who shed some light on the situation. On, on different things that Tim Ryan could have said without being a racist. Um, quote, he does well to hide the ball during RPOs. He's one of the best at concealing the ball or where it's going. It's almost impossible to say where the ball is, where the play is going, the way he conceals and moves the ball. Notice how color of his hands never came up. Literally, that's all you have to say. Because, look, white quarterbacks pick the ball well. Aaron Rodgers, prime example. He catches the hell out of me every time. Ben Roethlisberger, another one that good, is good at fakes. There are quarterbacks in the league that are good at fakes that aren't dark, clearly. Lamar Jackson isn't good at fakes because he's freaking dark. He's good at fakes because he's good at fakes. Watching Ravens games, when he does a fake, sometimes I don't know who has the ball. And I can't see his hands. And that has nothing to do with his hands. It's because he's good at fakes. I feel like... People are really trying to take away from. All right, yeah, this comment was racist. It was dumb as oof. It was dumb as hell. But I really think that some people are really just trying to take away from Lamar Jackson's skill set and, and really trying to diminish how talented he actually is. Because you can't sit here and tell me that all quarterbacks have that good ability like that. You can't. Is Mitch Trubisky faking the ball? Hell no. I watched Mitch Trubisky last night do the laziest play action. Lamar Jackson is never lazier play action. And it's not because his hands are dark in the football. That has nothing to do with anything. Please stop. Please stop. It doesn't matter what this man do does. Another person, usually a white analyst, will try to downplay what he does. And saying that he's only successful at handing the ball, faking handoffs because he's dark, 
is absolutely nuts and you're an ass. That's that's simple as that. Simple as that. Simple as that. And you see how upset I am about this? This is how upset about uh this is how upset and you see how cool and calm and collected other white people are? This is how white people get when you bring up Michael Vick and the dogs. Alright. Was Michael Vick wrong for fighting dogs? Yes. We shouldn't fight dogs. Dogs are our friends. Blah, blah, blah. All the other good stuff. Did Michael Vick go to prison for that? Yes. Did Michael Vick uh, do other efforts, you know, with dogs and reform himself? Yes. He served his time, ruined his career, had a good comeback, um, but ultimately ruined his career. Right? So now Michael Vick is, I believe he was suggested, um, selected to be a Pro Bowl captain for 2020. Cool, cool. Didn't even know that was a thing, but cool. Good for Mike Vick. I liked him when he did the flag thing last year. So, you search Michael Vick's name on Twitter, and the first thing you see are white women, white men, just bashing Michael Vick. He's a sociopath. He's a murderer. He's a this. He's a that. Have that energy to the white men. And white officers actually killing black people out here. Like, come on, dog. Like, come on. Like, you guys sit here and place the energy to the wrong things. Was Michael Vick wrong? Yeah, but that was years ago. It's not like he kept killing dogs. It's not like him killing dogs was on camera. It's not like him killing dogs and he got away with it. Michael Vick went to prison for what he did. For killing dogs, bro. Dogs, not not human beings, dogs. But white officers can kill unarmed black people and just get a little pay docked and walk away free. Walk away free. Walk away free. But y'all y'all real quiet about that. Real quiet about that. And I'm sorry, I don't want to make this a race thing, but I don't see too many black people still can still going to Michael Vick over some dogs, bro. I don't see that. I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I I just don't see that. If I search Michael Vick's name, it's probably 20 to 35 white people tweeting about the dogs. It's over. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Please. God, bro. That really pissed me off last night. Like, Y'all acting like his Hall of Fame. He's he's getting on. He's a Hall of Fame finalist or something. He's a captain for the Pro Bowl team. A, a exhibition game in Hawaii or wherever the hell they play it at. That doesn't even count. And y'all want to take that away from him over what happened years ago. Like, he already has been back in the league. He's an analyst now. But y'all want to take away something that means almost nothing? Like, y'all really started a petition for this? If y'all don't go sit the hell down somewhere and get ready for the holidays with all that damn miserable energy. Like, take that negative energy and put it somewhere positive. How about that? Jesus Christ. And I didn't even think I was going to get upset like that, man. I did not think I was going to blow up like that. I really didn't. I didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. It did. It did. Whoo, my goodness. Look, bro, like, cuz, man, like, this just don't make no sense. Don't make no sense.
And then what else? What else made me mad this week? Oh man, I, I'm not even gonna get fired up about this. Even though I should, I feel like I should calm down a little bit. But because because Brown handled it very well. But look, man, the Utah um, commentators that was hating on Brown, celebrating and everything, man, y'all some haters. That's it. And that's all. King did what he want. King took his shoes off, signed, and gave it to one of y'all fans. King was out there celebrating his team. King was so happy because you know his team was blowing your team out. So King gonna do what King gonna do. That's 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 that this that and period, period. No city girl. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. You know, and from the washed King, we go to just washed, just washed, just washed. Wait, no, I lied, I lied. I thought, I thought, I thought we was going to go talk about Brady. But before I get to Brady. I want to just say, I want to talk about what got my followers up in arms on Twitter this week. So, I earlier this week, I tweeted, I think it's time to have the conversation that um, Odell Beckham Jr. is overrated. I think, it, I think it's time to talk. I think it's time to talk, man. I think it's time to have that conversation. And, you know, a lot of the rebuttals was his quarterback situation. But there are receivers out here doing a lot more with a lot less. And we've seen that in the past, past as well. So I'm not I'm not really going to give him that. You know, I'm not. And then, you know, this season hasn't been very good for him. Hasn't been a good season for Odell. Uh, he has two touchdowns and, you know, only, only two games with 100-plus yards. Only his highest catch is, what, seven in a game and, you know, he's in a division where people do play good defense. He's been shut down a lot, especially when he was shut down in that Ravens game. And then, like I said before, man, you know, outside of that catch that was years ago, what has he really done? His numbers have been nice. He's been a one playoff game. That's not solely on him. But in that playoff game, he had, what, four catches, no touchdowns, dropped one, dropped a couple balls out there. So, you know, other than a name and then him and himself, like, what, what is Odell Beckham? Like, honestly, though. Like I said before, what is he? Mark Clayton with dance moves. Honestly. Like, I can, I can take, t- I'll name 10 receivers that I feel like are better than him, right? Right in this moment. Yeah. D-Hop, and this is in no order, um, but D-Hop, Tay Adams, Mike Thomas, Mike Evans, uh, Julio, Amari Cooper, Diggs, AB, even though he's not in the league right now, I'm feeling shoot. I'll even take Keenan Allen on my team before I take Odell back. Point blank, period. And if you know, if you have a problem with that, you know, feel free. Listen, man, this is how I, I, I invite people to get the Anchor app and talk to me. You know, if you want to, if you want to have a conversation, we can have a conversation, put it on the show. That ain't no problem. If you really feel like that way. You know, that is not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. And, you know, this is a, this is one of the receivers that they think can fix Brady. Now we can go to Brady. Look, man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Tom Brady will not get any younger if, he go, if they go get him a big receiver. He's not going to get any younger. Especially with the line, you know, the way the line is right now. They really can't run the ball, so it's up. It's, it's that dink and dunk style offense, and 
he's not really moving the ball downfield like that. He looks like Peyton Manning when it was time for him to go. When when the pressure when the when the pocket breaks down, he's really just taking a lot of sacks. He's taking he's taking some sacks this year. Like against the Ravens and Texans, he took some sacks. And it's it's like oh uh, man, I'm 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 beat. I'm gonna go down. Like you know, Peyton was just going down. Like y'all not gonna touch me. Uh uh-uh, uh, y'all not gonna hit me. Not with this neck. Like and you know Brady will do that one under over and under move when he go under your arm and somehow magically. Scoots for a couple yards Because I don't know how y'all be letting Brady Get them 10 yards first downs I saw it twice this year already they, The Texans let it happen Boy, I crashed down on Brady so hard Ooh. But y'all gonna let him scoot to the first down Because he ain't running That boy be scooting out there Scooting to the first down Or just get out the pocket and then just throw one You feel me? Uh, of course, his numbers are down this year, and he's on the sideline, you know, telling his receivers to be faster. What? No. Look, man, the Brady era, Brady and Belichick, they've been reigning over the NFL for two decades now. I think that this is it. Now, I, I'll say this is it. Like, a couple years ago, when they won the Super Bowl, and he had got benched in that, that def- I think it was like the first game of the year against the Chiefs, it was a Monday, it was it was a primetime game. Like, that year y'all said he was done, I knew he wasn't done. Like, the years that you guys have been trying to write him off, even last year, the years that you guys have been, like, people have been trying to write him off, I was never the type to say that because y'all, I, I used to say leave that man alone. Because when y'all don't, he, he go do crazy things, and he had been knowing that for years. But this year, not one of those years. But here's the thing that people are forgetting. You know, the Patriots are still 10-2. But, you know, they keep saying that they'll find it. They'll get the answer. They'll find a solution. Look, when? When? It's December now. It's four games left and the playoffs are coming. You don't really, that's not a lot of time to figure it out. Like, things should already be figured out here in December. It's December. So, am I concerned for the Patriots? I am. Because, honestly, I feel like if they somehow... Drop out of the top two And end up with Like a wild card game Even if they don't have to travel But even if they come out If they get a home wild card game Somehow Or end up having to And then you know Come out of that And end up having to travel To like Baltimore No it, it, it's, it's, it's not going to be good for them Or if they have to travel Like say they drop to What, what would that be Five or six, right? Yeah, and they have to go to like Kansas City or Houston again. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, but I will say that you know, this is the year that Brady looks bad enough where I'm like, all right, it's time. Like him and Philip, it's time. This time, Brady, you know you're not playing at 45. The game too fast, man. Too fast. Too fast, and and you know that's that's what that's what Belichick knew. When when they had Garoppolo, they groomed him well. He was the next man up. When they got rid of Garoppolo, Belichick was hot, and he knew, man. Like this year, even though the Patriots are up, this will be the year that Garoppolo will be like you know beginning to make that transition after the season. That's that's what I think. Even if Brady was still there, but who knows, man. Who knows how that would have went? It would have been interesting to see. Um, let's see. 
All right, so let's let's get into what we got going on this weekend, man. This weekend is going down, bro. It's going down. We got big games in the NFL. You know, we're gonna get to we're gonna do the pick four, and um, we're gonna discuss uh these three couple what three big championships I want to talk about this weekend. So um, let's see. Let's start off with the pick four, of course, before we get there. Let's go ahead and knock that out. Oh, just give me one second. Do, 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 do. I hope you guys have a good weekend, by the way, man. Because I know I am. I'm going to enjoy this weekend. But I hope you guys have a good weekend. All right, so let's see. We got the 49ers going to New Orleans. Now, honestly, you know, the way the 49ers have been looking, this is going to be a good game. But I will say this about the Saints. They really haven't been running the ball well. Has anybody noticed that? They've become kind of one-dimensional. I don't know. That's kind of a problem. Especially in the month of December. Going up against a, a 49ers defense like this. If they can't run the ball Sunday, uh, it's going to be problems, man. It's going to be problems. But, I don't know. I think I'm taking the 49ers Sunday. I'm taking, if the Saints can't run the ball, you know, I, I don't know, man. But Jimmy G going to play. Jimmy going to play. He didn't look bad against the Ravens, but I think 49ers bounce back and beat the Saints. I don't want to see it, but I don't know. I don't know. Now we got the Seahawks at the Rams. Now, this is another toss-up because, you know, the Rams coming off that big blowout against the Cardinals. They feeling themselves a little bit. They at home. I don't know. But I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks for sure. I don't. I don't. I think, you know, that game against the Rams, I mean, against the Cardinals was – what it was, it's the Cardinals, and you guys were able to dominate, but I don't see that happening this week. I got the Seahawks. Um, the Chiefs are going up there to uh, Foxborough. This is the first, yeah, this is the first time they've seen, wait a minute, where are we at? This is 2019. Yeah, this is the first time they've seen each other since the championship game. Somebody's going to be playing piss football, and it's not the Patriots. I'm taking the Chiefs on the road. Um, another big game, playoff implications, division seeding, all that is on the line uh, with the Ravens and Bills. Now, Ravens fans have been this week I've seen have been actually sleeping on Josh Allen, which is a bit nuts. But I'm I just want to see a good game. But I'm taking the Ravens on a row. I think the Ravens are just too hot right now to be stopped by uh, a good team in the Bills. But this is a team that you know I don't know. But I don't think they're going to stop the Ravens. I think the Bills are going to excuse me the Ravens are going to win this game. It's going to be a good one though. So, they, yeah, that's the pick four for this week, man. It's, what is we on? Week 14 already? Jesus. Jesus. It's moving too fast. Um, all right. So, this Saturday, this weekend, we got the big college football championships going down, man. It's going down for real. Do, 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 do. I should have played this song when I said that. Um, let's see. So, we got the Big Ten title game, the Big 12 title game, and the SEC championship. So, we're going to start off with the Big Ten. Now, I'm really, you know, you guys know I'm very familiar with the Big Ten. Because uh, I haven't really been watching, actually, a lot. I've been watching more college football than I usually would this year, actually, because I've had more Saturdays myself somehow. Um, but you guys know I'm really familiar with the Big Ten because of Michigan, of course. And, and I'm still upset that we. Got demolished by Ohio State last week. But listen, man, we were in that game in the first half. Self-inflicted wounds, man. Self-inflicted wounds. You can't make mistakes against a team like that when you're Michigan. Well, when you're anybody. But when you're Michigan and you know, you feel me, you don't have that much firepower. You can't You can't make mistakes against a team like Ohio State. Sad to see that happen at home, though. At the big house. But 
the Ohio State will be taking on Wisconsin this week. You know, Ohio State comes into this twelve and zero. Uh, Wisconsin ten and two. Nonetheless, the first game was a, a blowout, and you know, uh, J.K. and Justin Fields did what they wanted to do. Um, and Jonathan Taylor was only he was held to only fifty two yards. Now, <clears throat> in order for Wisconsin to even have a chance, you know, to win this game, they have to get Jonathan Taylor rolling early and often. Like they, he needs to see at least thirty twenty five to thirty touches this this game. That's the only way. That's the only way. And and Wisconsin's defense is going to have to try to stop whatever bleeding that starts from this Ohio State offense. That's 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 the only way they're going to win. But um, you know, the first game is a blowout, and, and and history shows us this is this is real. This is, I've seen this a lot. When you usually when you beat a team in the regular season, you know, bad, they usually come back postseason time when it matters and beat you. So for that fact, I'm taking Wisconsin. I'm taking Wisconsin. This is going to be a good game. I, I just changed my pick, by the way. I Look, if I showed you my notes, what I just said, it's not on there. <laughs> but I just changed my pick. I'm, I'm taking uh, Wisconsin, man. All right, so then we got uh, the Big 12 championship game. Now, this game, I was out when this happened. And I, I came home um, and saw that Baylor had blew the 28-3 lead over Oklahoma. Um, you know, both of these teams are 11-1, and one, and Jalen Hurts, uh, he had four touchdowns for 297 yards, and that was a thriller. And once again, I think this is going to be another thriller. Uh, no Mike Jack. Uh, definitely going to be a thriller, man, and I'm, I'm, taking, uh, I'm taking Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma is going to play good football this time, but I still think it's going to be a thriller. And then finally, we got the SEC championship between Georgia and LSU. Now, this is going to be a shootout between the Heisman. Uh, yeah, this is my Heisman pick, man. Joe Barrow, man, the GOAT, man. I like that kid. Um, and, and Jake Fromm, you know, it's, it's going to be a shootout. And then, you know, Georgia, they don't have uh, Lawrence Cager. That's a big blow for them. Top five receiver, that's that's a big blow for them, man. That's a big blow. So, I don't know how they're going to react, you know, how they're going to come fair with that against this LSU defense. But I'm taking LSU, and I'm I'm taking LSU to win it, the whole thing. Like that, they may be national champions around this time next month. That's that's just how I feel about it, though. No cap. Um, let's see. All right, fight night Saturday night, man. I'm I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I mean I care about these fights, but it's like these are fights that I'm like racing to see. Like I'm not very excited about them. Um, but you know we got Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz. They weighed in this morning because you know they're in Saudi Arabia. Also, the fight will be starting at 4:45 p.m. tomorrow. The Joshua fight because they're in Saudi Arabia. Do not know why they're in Saudi Arabia. If somebody can show me the pocket of Saudi Arabia that's like boxing country or like show me some numbers where Saudi Arabia are watching fights, please let me know. Because I have no idea, other than money, no idea why boxing is in Saudi Arabia. Same thing with WWE. Show me. Please. Because I need to see it. I would like to see it. But um, Andy Ruiz, okay, so they weighed in. He came in at 283 pounds. Joshua weighed in at 237. So he's 46 pounds heavier than Joshua and like 20 pounds 
Cause how much? Seventeen pounds, I think. Wait, hold on. That's not. That's not math. Fifteen pounds heavier than he was in the first fight. He was two sixty eight in the first fight, I think. Two eighty three now, and he fooled me because on Instagram he looked cut, like he looked good. He doesn't look good now. And being the shorter fighter with the shorter reach, no, I think we get back to reality. First of all, also let me tell you something. Anthony Joshua still has not gotten a haircut. That man is focused. If you are going so hard that you haven't had a haircut in months, and you smiling like ain't nothing wrong, he gonna kill that man. I think Joshua gonna knock Ruiz out tomorrow. It's gonna be early, and we're gonna get back to reality. That's that's just how I feel. Uh, the other fight we got is for the WBC middleweight championship. That's Jamal Charlo versus Dennis Hogan. Let me tell you something. I've never watched Dennis Hogan fight before, but he's twenty-eight two and one with only seven knockouts. I don't see him going in this ring and outboxing Charlo. Also, he's 34. He's only he's 5'8 with a 68-inch reach advantage compared to the 29-year-old 6-foot, 73-inch reach champion who is undefeated with 21 knockouts. You tell me how this fight's going to go. Now, I know any, any given Saturday, but no. This is light work for Charlo. Get that man some real work. I'm not, and that's not even a slight to him. It's just like, why won't they get from big fights? Like that middleweight division, it's time to open that up, for real, because he he deserves it. I don't know if I like the Charlos. I don't know if I I don't like the Charlo. I don't I don't know. I don't like the other one. I like this one. I don't like the smaller brother, Jamel. I don't. I'm not really a fan of him. I don't. I, they're both kind of like lame to me. But if I had to pick one, it would be Jamal. I don't know why I like Jamal. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so that's going on Saturday. So the Ruiz fight, Joshua fight, that's in the afternoon. And then this fight is on, that's on the zone, the first fight. The second fight is on Showtime, you know, regular at nighttime. And it's a couple, it's a couple good fights on there, a card, I believe. Um, Let's see, good luck to everybody in the fantasy football playoffs, man. You know, it's wild card weekend, so you're here for a reason, man. Good luck. You know, set your lineups. My lineup's already set. I'm not making no last-minute adjustments. You know, the lineup, I set my lineup Thursday night. Um, you know, the lineup I'm going with is the lineup I'm going with, man. No last-minute adjustments. Unless there's some crazy injury or something, it's not happening. I feel like you should be confident enough in your lineup that, you know, you got here. You're here. Let's let's get let's get it cracking, man. I'm ready. I'm excited. I feel like teams thought I wasn't going to be here, but I'm here. What's good? What's popping? What it do, baby? You know, I'm going up against you know my fierce rival, Dev. You know, we've been this we've been going at it for five years. The all-time series is four-two. I lead it, but he beat me the last two times this season and last. So I gotta get him. I gotta get him, man. I gotta get him. It's only right. But I'm um, good luck to Dev. Good luck to Dan. Good luck to Rome. Yeah, we're all in the wild wild card, man. Good luck to us, man. Had a hell of a time playing fantasy football with you guys. Great time. Um, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this, uh, I just got a notification about Jerry Jones, he went off on a Cowboys radio host, like, this is, this is what I'm talking about, bro, like, why, why is he talking to the media so much, and on that note, it's a wrap, uh, shout out to Stadium Scene TV, I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, shout out to the listeners, subscribers, everything. Keep liking, subscribing, retweeting, all that good stuff. Um, enjoy your weekend, man. And with that being said, 
I'm Eric Lyons, and for the 75th time, you have just been electrified.